Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Wednesday, November 30th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Today, we're going to be looking at the first half of the DC TV crossover. So we're going to be talking a little bit about Supergirl and mostly the Flash episode. And we're going to sort of be looking at what we might think of the next two nights. Yeah. Uh, so we will be getting a little spoilery on those aspects. Um, obviously, Supergirl-wise, there wasn't much going on there, was there, Zach? Not really. Um, I still think that Medusa is going to come into play. It's just a little too handy that there is this very easily weaponized poison that they have or virus that kills all alien life forms except kryptonians that and they just have their, and human yeah all aliens so it it's just it seems a little too convenient that that happened um i have a feeling well, it, that that's going to come back into play yeah um in the crossover you mean you think so if not in the crossover then when the dominators come back to supergirl Right. So yeah, I don't. I think it was cool that they had Barry trying to stop in multiple times, but overall, the Supergirl episode didn't have much to do with the crossover. Yeah, I mean that was their way of trying to make it seem like there was more crossover happening, but it really wasn't. Like actual Barry in the episode is maybe what twenty seconds. Yeah, um, long enough to get a hug. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, they in, in their defense they did bill it sort of as a a three night crossover with, yeah. although I think the CW sort of was promoting it as a four show crossover. So it is a four show crossover, but three nights. Yeah. If that makes sense. Cause it's got characters from four different shows, but obviously flash is where we saw the crossover really kick off. Yeah. I mean, it, they don't, they don't mess around right from the beginning, right? Like they're full on into the crossover. It's, it just opens with Barry and Oliver next to each other being attacked by something. Yeah, that's right. And then I forgot about that part. And then they jump back to 10 hours earlier, yeah, was it? Yeah, 10 hours earlier. And so I think it's before the opening stinger, even they have been, there's been sightings of aliens by Barry. Yeah, and they go and get, um, they go and get Oliver and the legends all pretty quick so that they're involved in pretty much the whole episode. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't take too long on that, didn't waste too much time because obviously, I don't care. I just want to get how I don't care how they get together, especially because most of these characters have already met each other. So I'm glad we get to see just jump into the action. Yep. And then they bring uh, Supergirl in relatively early, too. So we get to see we basically see that exact same clip that we saw on Supergirl. But then we get to see her come back through. Right. So I thought it was really cool how they showed like how much more powerful Supergirl was than everybody else. Yeah. It's just the whole team trying to take her on, and there's really nothing they could do. Uh, it was also interesting. She talked about how she, Supergirl talked about how she already knew about the Dominators. Like it, they came to her planet when she was a kid and killed a bunch of people and did a bunch of experiments. Yeah. So apparently, the Dominators on both Earths aren't very good. Which, by yeah. the way, we finally got confirmation that it's Earth 38. Yeah. <laughs> that Supergirl is on. That was actually in a promotional video earlier in the day and then they talked about it they referenced it on the show um so i guess that's nice to know yeah probably won't be that useful but it's a good trivia question so what would you think of the training scene in general uh, like you said it was fun i mean 
obviously they had to acknowledge that nobody can really do anything against Supergirl. Um, it was nice to see Oliver like basically tell her like you don't don't pull your punches. I shot Barry the first time I trained with him. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, but I I can just see the Supergirl just rolling her eyes at that. As far as she knows, there's no kryptonite. Exactly. She literally just has to stand there or float there, and everybody's just there's nothing they can do. Yeah. But then Oliver's like, well, we got to keep training. I'm like, what are you going to do? Like, you already know that there's nothing yeah. you can do. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know where you're going with that. But um, I would have liked to have seen maybe Firestorm put up a little bit a little bit more creative fight there. But yeah, um, they definitely established that Supergirl is unfair compared to everyone else. Yeah, which is exactly what we were hoping to see, I think. Uh, and then we get to see that transmission from the future from Barry. Um, they pull him aside and give it to him. And basically he says, you know, don't trust anybody, not even me. Yeah. What do you think of this um, time? <laughs> I, I don't know. In in this aspect, I think they just sort of forced some drama so they could get um, Oliver and Barry separated from the team. Yeah. That's sort of, it's sort of what like it felt like to me. I don't think... If aliens invade, I think you'll want the Flash there on your side to help you out. So... Yeah. <laughs> Um, it m- made sense story-wise, and I thought it was really cool that we got to see Oliver and Barry then against everyone. Yeah. Because uh, they're the two sort of original heroes from this universe, and um, it was really cool to get to see them. Although, I'm pretty sure if Supergirl was brainwashed, she would just, as soon as she saw them, incinerate them. Yeah, we've already seen what a uh, a deadly Superman-Supergirl kind of person can do in Batman versus Superman in that nightmare sequence. Right. Would, um, she would just cut people in half. If she was brainwashed, I'm sure she could have just destroyed Oliver pretty quick. It was very convenient that the three heroes with no powers attacked yep. Oliver. Um, but, I mean, that's just something you got to sort of suspend your disbelief a little bit in this in a show like this when they're throwing so many characters together. No, but I thought they did it in a good way, too, because Flash, I mean, obviously, he, he needs to take away the super powerful people that Oliver can't handle, and I think him running away and like you know basically lightning shocking the more powerful characters that worked well for me yeah yeah so we did get to see i guess that's probably going to be our only hero on hero action if i had to guess because that goofy looking mind control thing has been destroyed uh but i think they say there's more of them but i don't yeah like you said are there i don't think there's that's going to happen again at least i hope not i we've seen it I want to see them actually team up and fight the aliens now. Right. So what do you think the Dominators are going for here? I'm not really sure. They kidnapped the president and then they vaporized him. Or what, did they vaporize him or was it a hologram? I wasn't 100% clear. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, they just um, showed a different one. All I know is that there's a different president on this Earth and Supergirl's Earth. Yeah. That's all I. That's all I got from that aspect. Um, I don't know if he, the president's still alive or not. I'm assuming he's still alive, or they would have made a bigger deal out of it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, what the dominators are going for, I'm not really sure. Uh, we also saw earlier the that clip that we saw from the past. So we know in this universe they've already been here. They've been here in the 1950s, right? And it was just a cover up. So now they're back. Back for a full-scale invasion. It would you'd think they would be after the metahumans, but yeah, they sort of the the people they abducted at the end. Who all did they abduct at the end? There it was Oliver, Sarah, Ray, um, Firestorm. I believe so. Yeah, so they really only got one metahuman there. 
Um, although I was, <laughs> can't believe Oliver of all people is just standing there yeah. looking <laughs> like a goofball. Whoa, I shouldn't. Uh, and he's one of the ones who get caught, but I'm glad because I think that sets up the arrow episode. Well, yep. Um, yeah. And he already had the little, but yeah, a, he had the little thing where he was like, man, if I could go back and change things, that would be great. So it's obviously it's setting up, you know, that, oh, yeah, that, sequence that we think is going to be in the next one. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was actually a good setup that Oliver, uh, sort of acknowledged that he would do things differently if he could go back again or, you know, wishes things went differently. I thought that was good setup yeah. for the next episode. Um, there was some, a lot of exposition earlier in the episode that if you, um, if you watch all four shows, it's kind of, uh, kind of a necessary evil. It's not, it's not really helpful to you and, and they sort of waste some time on it, but I think they went through that pretty well. And I understand that it's needed for the people who aren't watching all the shows, sort of the, the exposition on explaining there's new, legends members there's new you know snart's gone all sorts of things like that yeah yeah and the the way that they did it where um supergirl obviously doesn't know everybody's name and so she just kind of goes around really fast and says everybody's name i thought that was done really well obviously you don't need that if you watch the shows but the people who yeah, don't watch um, the shows yeah i thought it, was, it actually that's one of the one things that they did better because we got to see it was kind of fun seeing Supergirl. She's so excited and yeah. happy to meet everyone. And then, and then you've got people like Oliver and Mick who are just like, oh, I man. don't trust you. The interaction with her and Mick was great. I, she's like, well, what are you yeah. going to call What are you gonna call me when you need my help? It's like, I'm not going to need your help, but I'm going to call you Skirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mick has been a lot of fun this year on Legends. He's, um, I hope we get to see more of him and Supergirl interacting. So going forward, what are you expecting out of these these last two nights? Um, like we've talked before, I think in Arrow, especially since it's the 100th episode, I think he's been abducted and he's going to have some sort of dream sequence or um, something where he's thinking about all the things that could have happened differently if he hadn't gone on that boat maybe or made some different life decisions. Um, right. And I think I think you said that the rest of the team's going to be trying to save him. I think that's going to happen. And obviously, he's, yeah, not, th he's not the only one who got abducted, too. Right. I think they, they set that up well. Obviously, it's going to be the whole team. I, I would assume it's the whole team trying to, to get onto the spaceship or, yeah. you know, where, wherever they've been abducted to. And then um, the rest of the group are going to kind of be in a dream state or whatever they call it. And I think that's a pretty cool setup. So we'll get to see a couple different things. I'm really excited for the arrow specific things we get to see. Hopefully mm -hmm. um, just some of the characters who will be brought back and everything like that. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yep. And then uh, they're going to need to wrap it up obviously in legends. Um, I don't know how much they'll, I, I know they set up a, quite a bit of stuff with professor Stein and like the weird flashes he's having and the fact that his life has changed because of flashpoint maybe. Um, so I don't know how much of the episode will be dedicated to that. Right. I think they'll, they'll touch on that again, obviously, um, because of some of the things he's, he's run into his past self twice now on legends. So obviously he sort of screwed things up by doing that. And, um, it actually, it looks like it might turn out as something good that that was sort of surprising. He was worried that he never married his wife and married this yeah. new girl and he finds out it's his daughter. Um, so that's kind of a good thing, actually. I yeah. mean, he seemed very excited about it, but um, I, I guess we'll touch on that more in Legends. And I think this crossover as a whole, they're they're so far. I mean, one show in, they've done a good job of making it uh, a crossover. 
but it's still the emphasis is on the main characters of that show. Yeah. So like Flash got the emphasis more yesterday, and then I think yeah, obviously we're gonna see more Arrow tonight and probably more Legends the last night. Yeah. Oh, one other thing, Wally. Yeah, Kid Flash. Yeah. He referred to himself as Kid Flash, but yeah, he's gonna be training with HR now. That sounds like a horrible idea. Yeah. But <laughs> good for him. He he wanted to fight and he saved the day. Yeah, he got knocked out by Supergirl, but. I was cool to see him in action quickly, and I don't think they would have been able to stop everyone else without him. Yeah, I was glad to see him come back in. I want to, I want to see him, you know, with his actual outfit and fighting crime with Barry. I'd love to see that. Oh, yeah. So I think it was a good start, and yeah, hopefully two more good nights. We'll be back again. We'll be doing a, a full review of the entire crossover later this week. But until then, thanks for listening. We'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and dcdailydrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.